Welcome to the Zen Stoic Podcast, where we take philosophies of Zen and Stoicism that have been helping people for thousands of years, and we bring them into modern discussions to create mental wellness and vitality. Welcome, everybody, to the Zen Stoic Podcast. I have a very special guest here with me today. I have Brandon Kirchy. This guy is one of my closest friends. He is also the audio engineer behind the magic of the Zen Stoic Micro Meditations. Brandon, I'm super glad to have you on, man. It's been a long time coming to have you as a guest on this podcast. Welcome. Dude, it's great to be here, my friend. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So, Brandon, yeah. before we, uh, we jump into it, if you can, give the audience just a little bit about you and your background, how you got into audio engineering. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, um, usually, you know, my story starts when I was four. Um, you know, my parents, when we, uh, actually, uh, they divorced and when I was four, so it was 1991 and a record came out called uh, leap of faith by Kenny Loggins. And so usually, you know, I tie back to that because the whole way up from that road trip, um, mm-hmm. I was visualizing, I was creating the whole, the whole soundtrack. Yes. And as a four year old, I didn't really have a concept of you know what that meant but you know i was picturing myself creating the instruments and um you know being the drummer and the singer and putting the lyrics in there and doing all that and i was just having a good time honestly on that road trip <laughs> like visualizing everything amazing um, which was, kind of a bl- <laughs> was it was kind of a blessing to have that you know considering the circumstances mm-hmm. but uh ever since then you know I, I grew up playing in bands i took more of the alternative approach until uh, i went to college uh you know uh, it was very, you know, just playing in bands. It was learning every instrument. So I learned guitar, bass, drums, piano, vocals, you know, the whole the whole thing. And played in different bands, getting versed in those instruments. And then around the age of 18, I started um, getting really curious about, you know, what makes a great record? What makes something um, just kind of really pop? And what makes it shine? I get I started getting more into production um, and more into engineering. Um so then I decided, you know, I was like, you know what, at that time, my dad wanted me to go to four years of college. Um, and I wanted to play music, you know, that didn't sound like a really smart plan. So <laughs> I definitely know the feeling, I man. My, <laughs> exactly. So I pitched to my dad and I don't know how it worked because he was in, you know, he grew up in the depression era. He was, he was born in 34. So he, he grew up in an era of, you know, you go to college and, you know, you, that's, the, that's the way you do it, you know. And everything else is yes. pretty much a stupid plan. Mm-hmm. Um, everything besides so, that. <laughs> exactly. So essentially what I, what I said, kind of what Pierce through, you know, long story short, I said, you know, I'd rather fail at something I love than succeed at something I hate. Um, mm. And the pitch was uh, essentially going to college for music. I really wanted to go to this uh, school called MI, the Musicians Institute. And they there was more contemporary although they did theory and all that as well, but they were, they had their pulse on the industry. So I, I knew like intuitively, I was like, I didn't just want to learn classical and try to be, you know what I mean? Cause intuitively I wanted something that had more growth attached to it. Yes. Um, in terms of finances and relationships that, you know, that things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, long story short, he said, okay, you can go to, you know, you can go to MI. And I went there actually went with one of my best friends, Justin, I don't know if you, uh, yeah, you met Justin actually. I did. Um, I did. He he told me about right. some of the uh, the musical adventures that you guys have had. Exactly. So yes. that was the first one. We road trip down. We took his old Pontiac Grand Am, and uh, <laughs> we road trip down to LA. And uh, it hasn't been the same since. I studied engineering there, song analysis. I mean, I went deep. Um, yes. 
and ever and ever since then i started getting more into you know sound healing like what creates um a change in people's psychology and what creates a state or a change in their state or their emotions mm-hmm. when they're listening to music like what is it you know yes um so, so i started getting incredibly curious and from that point um i just started implementing uh, i started uh, making songs and then of course you and i started creating meditations um yes. and it just went from there that's awesome, man. What have, what have been some of the most important lessons that you've learned about how sound interacts with a person's psychology and their overall state mm-hmm. of being? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's such a good question. I would say that if you if you come from the the understanding that everything is frequency or vibration, uh, your thought is what your your words are, the way you say the words are, what you drink, what you eat, what you mm. do. Um, essentially music is a short is essentially that in, in its entirety and its purity. So what I understood was that, um, you can really kind of get whatever it is, you know, if you want to say certain words, you know, and a lot of personal development spaces, they have mantras or you have diets and all that you can get directly there. Um, and a lot of times, even like with the meditations you and I do, mm-hmm. you can amplify what would usually take, you know, let's say, for example, six months with a mantra to, to believe it. You can do it in three months or you can do it. So I realized that it's kind of a really direct link um, yes. to emotional state to emo- to actually uh, rewiring your emotional states. And mm-hmm. it's also a way to kind of hack it in a way, if that makes yes. sense. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And for yeah. somebody, yeah, for someone who's unfamiliar with, let, let's say they've never used sound or the right mm-hmm. frequencies to deal with things like stress and anxiety or even just, you know, restoring belief in themselves. Are there any mm-hmm. frequencies or musical tracks or resources that somebody should, could connect with to begin yeah. that kind of a journey? Yeah. And that's honestly, that's why it's so good with music, man, is that it really is simple. That's the beauty of it too. So honestly, mm-hmm. I always say like, start with like your, start with a track. Like if you have a certain artist or a song mm-hmm. that makes an impact on you emotionally, like do that. Like yes. honestly, like just lean more into that and make it your mantra for maybe an outcome that you're pursuing, maybe a category of your life, like your relationships mm. or your finances. Um, kind of bring it instead of making it a separate escape, bring it into like integrate it into your life and and see and just see what happens you might be surprised absolutely i uh Mm -hmm. it's interesting that you say that because like part of my morning routine is i mean my morning routine is nothing like extravagant or crazy it's not it's not fancy by any stretch it's like i wake up i hydrate i have coffee and then i walk my dog but Mm -hmm. While doing that, I have a playlist of songs that are designed mainly to like put me in the right mood for the day. So I choose songs that either spark different kinds of emotions in me or that I would even go to the extent of calling them the soundtrack to my life. And I listen to those songs. (laughs) And it has a, a very big difference in how I carry myself through the day when I listen to those versus when I don't. And uh, interesting mm. enough, I do have one of your songs on that playlist. So I just wanted to thank you for <laughs> <Bro>. that. <laughs> of course. Of course, bro. Yes. And that's what's amazing. And it really is that simple is that you intuited that. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is that simple. And so, you know, you can go deeper into, you know, what sounds and, um, you know, what frequencies will 
open certain energy centers. You can go that route too if you really want to get surgical in terms of like, okay, I need to um, feel more in my heart or I want to mm-hmm. love more. I want to love myself more. I want to love other people more. Yes. Well, then you could listen to, you know, for example, in that, that, you know, one takeaway someone could do right now is they could just YouTube 528 hertz, mm. self-edual frequency that's directly uh, linked to the heart. And that would be an, a more intentional way, um, for example, to use uh, music if you yes. wanted to kind of get more surgical with it. But the way that you're doing it, I mean, that's in itself, I mean, that's a compounded effect because whatever thoughts see you're like you're interfacing whatever thoughts you're thinking whatever outcomes um, Mm -hmm. whatever actions you're taking that day you're interfacing it um with something that's going to make it basically more of a deliverable um, yes in your consciousness if that makes sense that's very very interesting and it it makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. because i i there's a noticeable difference in my in my mood my sense Mm -hmm. of productivity when i don't do it Mm. And it's very obvious to me. So, so I know when I didn't or did listen to the music in the morning. I did this. Honestly, I still do the same thing. Like I'll just like go on like I, and I make sure I'm like, I'm just going to browse this. I'm going to browse that or, mm-hmm. you know, browse this by Neurobeat or this. And, you know, you just kind of, and that's what's great. Again, it's so simple. You kind of, yes. like, oh, this makes me, this, it's, it really is. It's like, how does it make you feel? Okay, then it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's as simple as that. It. It, it really, it really is. And that's the beauty of, of music. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I did want to ask you about on this uh, episode was about the, the frequencies on the, the Zen Stoic micro meditations. Um, because I think yeah. it's, it's really important for, for those who do the micro meditations as well as those who are interested or curious about them to understand the, not just the meditations themselves and the words in them, but the music behind them and the effects that this music is creating for those who are listening and doing the meditations. Definitely. Um, so specifically like what Victor and I have done, a lot of the meditations has, have been broken down more or less into more of a calming um, mm-hmm. outcome um, where you would get into, you know, below a beta brainwave. So it's, that's, you know, the, states where you're meditating um you'll reach you know alpha um or theta even when you're showering and that's when a lot of ideas come to you um Mm -hmm. and then there's also the high energy so that's when we want to produce results or we want to take action or we want to break through maybe um resistance or some fear and so what's important to note there is that for example when you're listening to a high energy meditation Mm -hmm. there's probably going to be a faster tempo and just like if you listen to binaural beats, um, it's pretty simple. The, the faster you hear the, the kind of tone pulsing mm-hmm. um, is going to raise your brainwave. So you're going to be more into an actionable state or more into a state where, um, of readiness to do, to actually do something. Yes. Um, as, a, as opposed to on the calming meditation, you'll hear a lot of times it's just going to be an open um, wave at a certain tone in order for you to drop out of that beta state, which mm-hmm. would be feeling like it needs to think something or do something and kind of fall more into, you know, the now and to yes. kind of observe things and to take inventory um, and to be more present. Yeah. And that, I, I know that when you and I designed the meditations originally, we had this intention of meditations that could meet a person where they're at. 
and mm-hmm. use the sound frequencies as well as the the themes of these meditations to be there because not everybody always needs to chill out. I remember the first person that I talked to about micro meditations is a mutual friend of ours. And I, I said like, Hey, what do you think of this idea of micro meditations that are involving Zen and stoicism? And he's like, well, he's like, I don't really care for those because I'm pretty calm. Like I don't, you know, I don't need that. <laughs> and I was like, right. Oh wow. Like I didn't even realize this. And he's the one who's like, you know, I would listen to them if they were high energy, if they brought me into a place of action. He's like, but when it comes to being chill and being Zen, he's like, you know, I don't really have an Mm -hmm. issue with that. And so that Mm -hmm. was where that, you know, high energy thing was born. And then Brandon and I, we put this together to, to be like, okay, how can we make meditations that meet a person wherever they're at? How do we make meditations that Right. Don't don't cause the user to try to serve the agenda of the meditations, but rather the other way around. Exactly. And, yeah. and not everybody's a Zen Buddhist monk. So when meditations came over from the East, mm-hmm. you know, we're still in what you and I are doing. We're kind of implementing it into the modern reality, which is not everybody has 30 minutes a day. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the people that say that probably do, but you know, some people actually don't. So if you have five minutes, um, that's much needed. There's not many meditations where they're designed, especially if they're coming from the roots of the East that are five minutes. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like you said, like some, everybody's in a different season. So yes. for somebody who's, who's kind of already there, um, maybe they don't need to, maybe they just need to, they need to take action. Maybe they just need to, you know, um, be in a place where they don't need to sit down. Yes, <laughs> like, you that's know what right. I mean? Cause they've, been, the- cause they've been doing it for a while and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the beauty of, of those micro meditations and the way that they, they were designed, right? Not just with the music, mm-hmm. but with, okay, what are the scenarios that somebody could need this in? And, right. and I've had people who are like, I don't even listen to the calming ones. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm too chill. That's great. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta right. get into, yeah. get into action and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Other people who, you know, haven't been able to sleep, for like months, like, you know, sleep properly or fall asleep quickly. They listen to some of the calming meditations or even the sleeping meditations that we made a few months back. And I had one lady tell me, she's like, I fell asleep before the thing finished. She's like, I'm sorry. I couldn't write a reflection because I fell asleep before it finished. And I'm like, no, it worked. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good sign. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, I, I really wanted to get you on the podcast just because the, the sounds that you put to those meditations and the musics that, that you design for it um, is truly something special. Like it's, it's helped countless people in some amazing ways. And I, I don't think that would have been possible to the same degree without the music. I mean, like the Zen and Stoic philosophies that are integrated in these meditations are fantastic, you know, as they've stood the test of time helping people. But I think that combination of music has allowed it to really sink in for people. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's been an honor working with you, which is one of the big reasons. I mean, you and I have been really close friends for the last seven years, (laughs) but we just started, you know, working together on projects and it it really has been amazing. Likewise, brother, I I couldn't ask for a better coach and a better um, just leader to deliver those home. So it's pretty amazing when you kind of put them together because, you know, a lot of the meditations that you'll hear, um, you know, it's just kind of um, one or the other, you know, the meditation, for example, Mm -hmm. won't be outcome driven, like what you're so great at. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, And then on the music side, it's just kind of music. It's not very, okay, what's this music doing? So yeah, I think I've really enjoyed putting those two together. It's been amazing. Absolutely, man. And I I look forward to, to creating more. Because these, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's such a simple tool. And like like you were saying before, these are not, you know, 10, 20, 30 minute meditations. These are like between two and seven minutes max. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, they go with you wherever you go. They're made for that real world interaction, right? Not all of us have the uh, opportunity of just kind of going off into the mountains for an indefinite amount of time to find our Zen. Some of us got to find our Zen in in the everyday hustle and bustle of life. And that's the whole purpose of these micro meditation. That's right. On a lunch break on, you know, maybe someone asks you in the bathroom, like whatever it takes, but you can do that. And, (laughs) and you can, you know, you can do it multiple times a day. Yes. As well. Absolutely. And that, that, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's like, whatever the mood is, there's a meditation mm-hmm. for that particular mood. You want gratitude. Mm-hmm. There's that you want mental toughness. There's that, uh, mm-hmm. procrastination. It, it's there for you. <laughs> exactly. Awesome, man. Well, Brandon, I know, I know you're a busy guy. I, uh, I'm really, really grateful that got to get you on here to talk about the meditations and, um, really what goes into them and why, why they create the effect that they do. Um, I, I always ask this question of my guests and I know we don't have as much time today, but I'm going to shift gears for a moment, stop talking about meditation (laughs) and ask you a question that, uh, a guest of mine had asked in the past and it's become like the, the last question of the podcast for all guests that come on. So it goes like this. Mm -hmm. So let's imagine for a moment that it's 10,000 years from now. And human beings have left planet Earth. And all that exists are ruins. And an alien race comes here and they're searching through the ruins and they see a hard drive buried in the rubble. And it's your hard drive. And on there, there's a folder that says, my last message to humanity. What does that say? Ooh. That is the whole picture. That was next level. I love, <laughs> I love that, bro. Oh, that is amazing. You know, I'd have to say, especially given the context that they left Earth, mm-hmm. it would be along the lines of seek within and the answers will be found. Mm. I like that. That resonates. Mm-hmm. Simple yet profound. Right. <laughs> don't need to leave Earth. You don't need to go to Mars. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the fact that you had to leave right. shows that you didn't the listen to this particular. <laughs> exactly. This episode exactly. Amazing. I love it, yeah. Brandon. It's been awesome having you on here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, last question for you before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about healing with sound, learning more about sound frequencies, getting resources, or even finding your music? Where can they find you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just my first and last name. So last name is kind of hard to spell, but it's just at Brandon Kirchie. Um, Instagram, there'll be a link to my music. So you can search my full name on Spotify or you can just click the link in the bio on Instagram. Um, yeah. Also Facebook as well. But I would say Instagram and Facebook would be numero uno and then for and then message for any questions in those platforms um oh, and then awesome. it's, and it's, yeah and in terms of uh music you just look me up on spotify 
Sweet. Yeah. I'll, so we will put the links in the description of this podcast. So whatever platform you're listening to it on, you'll be able to find the description to it. If you have any questions for Brandon, shoot him a message. So Brandon, thanks so much again for being on the Zen Stoic podcast, man. It's been awesome having you here and looking forward to doing more work with you on the micro meditations and, and impacting people all over the world. I appreciate it, brother. It's been a privilege and I look forward to the next one.